Let me make sure I have everything set up. It's Sunday. Welcome to... It's like a like a, a monster truck infomercial. <laughs> Sunday, 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 Monster Sunday. Day. <laughs> if you miss this, you better be dead or in jail. And if you're in jail, then break out. Because <laughs> you won't want to live um, if you miss Monster Jam. Monster Jam, Grave Digger, <laughs> Maximum Destruction. <laughs> Don't forget dirt bikes and four wheelers. Face paint for kids. <laughs> face painting for kids. Dude. They're gonna paint your face. had burst when he was at work and by the time he got home Seymour was sprawled out on the back porch with his guts spread all over the concrete and the fence was soaked in blood all the way around the yard it was a mess <laughs> So you picked May, which I had a feeling you were going to do at some point. <clears throat> you mentioned this movie to me quite a few times since I've gotten to know you. And uh, you're always like, yeah, dude, I remember liking that one a lot. I think you'd like it. So you picked it last episode. And I'm kind of, kind of glad, kind of, I'm kind of glad you did. Because um, oh, <laughs> I've been wanting to watch this for a while. It's been on my... I watched this on Tubi, so it's been in my Tubi list, uh, Tubi watch list. Uh, <laughs> for go back, probably, go back to that well. <laughs> probably for like two years, because I've always wanted to watch it, but I also have been just avoiding it like the plague. It's one of those things that I saw the cover art growing up, like all the time in Blockbuster. I've always, like that poster art I've just seen through the cover of the DVD, whatever I've seen like throughout my entire fucking life. And I've just never cared to watch it. Um, so finally you said, let's watch this. And it was like a sigh of relief. Cause like now I got to watch may and get it done and get it out of the way and see what this fucking movie is. Um, okay. So this was your first time watching this movie. Yep. yep. Okay. Um, See, this is a movie that I had only watched, oh, good Lord, I think I might have been like 16, 17 years old, living in a house with my buddy, let me move in with him. When I was 17, my mom had moved away, and uh, he talked up this movie, and everyone around talked it up, and I think we watched it once. So I only had very fleeting memories of this movie in certain parts, which will, as we get along here, I'll point out which things uh i actually remembered so this was a pretty fresh rewatch for the most part and i've been wanting to rewatch it ever since because when i watched this 
this was before my big horror thing where I was like fell in love with horror. Always liked it, but I just wasn't nowhere near as I am now. So I wanted to rewatch it now with a you know different set of eyes, as it were. And um, yeah, so I thought I would have picked this sooner, actually, but I'm glad I picked it this time. Really glad, actually. Well, let me ask you a question. Upon rewatching it, would you still think it? Do you still think of it or consider it a horror movie, or do you think it's kind of like The Guest, where it's like, eh, it's kind of a horror movie, but kind of also a little bit something else, or do you think it's just something uh, else? It's definitely something else. I I feel like I'd probably say this is more of a horror movie than The Guest was. The Guest was obviously we went. I mean, we even talked up how relatable it is to horror and how it can be considered horror but i think with this one i think if you watch both these movies back to back and you said okay which one is classified as horror you'd pick may for sure i'd have to have to think that there's a lot behind this too um i didn't realize i think this is in some actually labeled as a comedy in some i was just about to say i would label it a um like a horror black comedy. I would say it's more of a black yeah. comedy than a horror movie, but that's or a dark I think comedy it's... for people that want to make that easy joke. It's not it's I... Tyler Perry movie. I think it's a I think it rides that line pretty well of being uh you know dark comedy horror for sure. Cuz there's some legit like horror aspects and especially if you put yourself in say Adam's role in this movie. Adam's the love interest of yeah. our main character. <clears throat> if you put it yourself in his room, this is like I was actually thinking like, oh my god, like because I've had some. Um, it actually had me thinking back to some like weird uh, ladies in my life. Obviously nowhere near <laughs> to the extent of May, but towards like okay, this is a little. And even then, I was like, okay, this is a little weird. Now I'm gonna distance myself. And then when you try and distance yourself, and then something like this. A woman like May. <laughs> it's I don't know. I think I think it's pretty. Uh, I think it rides that horror. I think it gets a pass with being considered horror to me. I was freaked out by because all right, for once May, the actress should have her name uh, at the ready. But I thought she did so good. I thought she was so great in this movie, which helped sell it even more. That's what yeah. made me scared. Yeah, she she uh. That's where I realized I was like, okay, I w- I'll consider this a horror movie because uh, it's a pretty terrifying situation if you if you imagine yourself being like like you said Adam or even May, I mean even May it's like she's just obviously very disturbed, um, and like what happens at like the daycare shit like that. So I, I consider this a horror movie for sure. And she yeah she um she fucking killed it to the point where um. I don't really get uncomfortable during movies. I, I just don't. I, sometimes I can get like a little grossed out or um, maybe shocked, but never do I just really feel uncomfortable. And her performance, watching her in the movie, like made me uncomfortable. Made me want to just like leave the fucking, you know what I mean? Like if I, as if I was there, like I just walk away from this crazy bitch. Like I'm done with this. Oh yeah. Um, because I've had similar situations, not with girls that I've um, gone to bed with or whatever, but just random women in my life. Um, 
definitely got those kind of vibes where it's like, you know what? I really don't have the mental uh, patience or willpower to deal with whatever the fuck you have going on. So yeah. I'm going to bounce. Um, yeah, it was it was a little relatable in a way. Like, this is a psychological horror flick. And just to catch people up, this is from 2002. And uh, I'll just read kind of a description here. The film follows a lonely young woman traumatized by a difficult childhood and her increasingly desperate attempts to connect with people around her. So it's just this weird shit. So, for, so from now on, by the way, let's put this out there. We're going to talk about these movies as if you've seen them. No more talking through every aspect or trying to let you get let you guys in. Like We give you a heads up to watch it. And hopefully, if you haven't, still enjoyable. But we're not going to walk through every aspect of the movies anymore. That's that, that's done. We killed too much time. So uh, so originally, you see in the very beginning, you see May as a child and like her trauma. You know, when she gets gifted the doll by her weird mother. Yeah. Uh, apparently, apparently, there was a lot more of that like planned or filmed. Actually filmed. I think they did. Like a lot more setup was filmed. And they made a decision to like, no, let's just get the gist of it and let's get into the movie. And I think that was a that was probably a good idea. Whenever you can just like get to it, that I see, think that's a pretty good. See, idea. now this was actually probably this was the last thing I wrote down in my notes because when I got to the end of the movie, I said I wish there was there would have been more backstory. Just a lazy I. What about the mom? So like I got to the end of the movie and wanted more because I was like, okay. What the fuck? Because, like, obviously the mom's fucking weird in the beginning, like, when May's unwrapping the doll, and she just unwraps, like, a like something. Like, yeah. And the mom's like, you've ruined it. And I That literally made me, I was sitting there kind of like this, and made me go, what the fuck? Like, what'd she do to it? And then I saw I wanted the, more. Even the, uh, even the dad, yeah. like, or whatever, was kind of like, oh, God, like, rolling her eyes, like, at the weirdness, the oddity yeah. of the mother. And then, you know... So I got to the end of the movie and I was like, why is she so fucking, what happened? What traumatized her? The fact, if it's just the lazy eye and having a weird mom, I think that sucks. Like I want more. Uh, Right. Cause she just fucking goes too overboard. The whole thing with the doll, every, like where her her parent, where are her parents? Are they dead? Are they alive? Or you know what I mean? That's true. So I actually got to the end of the movie and I, read that trivia too that the they cut out those scenes and i thought that was actually kind of a detriment maybe didn't get it right up front but maybe at the end have like a flashback or some something something See, made me go oh okay that's more of what i was i can agree on that because i agree with whenever you can get to the mm-hmm. get to the movie as quickly as so it's like i agreed initially but i also agree with the fact that i would like to i like to no, I'd like to know a little bit more, and I know like there's plenty of times where movies kind of leave it up to you or leave it open as like. A, but sometimes I think that's lazy. So they could have done like some kind of like, I think a flashback or something like that would have been perfect towards the end. You're right, that would have been a great way to, great way to do that. I think but, even, it's okay to leave stuff open, um, depending on certain, like if it does, if it straight up doesn't matter. But in my opinion of this movie, it's so weird all the way around and fucked up and strange that it begs us to ask that question of, like, why? And so if your movie does that, have us ha- has us begging why, 
and then just doesn't give us that, it kind of it bugs me. Um, yeah. I want to be able to say, oh, that doesn't matter, but it, it does, or it did to me. But I will say that I agree with you. Getting to the story right away, not lingering in that backstory, hmm. is a huge plus. Should have been at the end, but the fact that it wasn't at the front was good because <sighs> I feel like uh, someone's attention span could just go really quick. Because obviously she's weird, and it's one of those things where it's off-putting and makes you not yeah. want to watch it. Right. And plus, with getting right to the story, I think it's kind of easy to, like, I, you can still watch it and just be like, okay, what they basically told me within that few minutes was she had a messed up childhood. Obviously, she's, she's kind of messed up. Now I'm watching kind of a yeah. out there crazy person navigate through life. You get the gist. You can enjoy the movie. You can move along. So, completely get it. Um, I'm looking at the poster here, like, when you said, like, You've seen the poster and you've had it in your queue. The poster is of May, and she's pretty much she looks like just this goth chick on the cover, like very dark hair. She's very white, and she has like this um, uh, like yellow and white like aura around her, and it's all these like pairs of scissors kind of pointing down at her. It's a really cool poster. It's the it's a poster that like stands out to me quite a bit whenever I think about this movie. I think of the poster. Plus, I have like the the DVD, so I always like pictured having the cover. So that I really like the poster art on this. Hey, let me read you my first note, and you tell me what you think it means. Oh, I was gonna ask you. Yeah, let's read the first note because I want to read mine too. Because it kind of has something to do with what you just the poster. I wrote Christina Ritchie. Oh, yeah, she does. The our main character definitely does have a Christina Ricci vibe. Well, here's the thing. I literally thought. Christina Ricci was in this movie was the, who played May because that poster art I always thought of that was her I did not know it wasn't her until I started the movie and was like oh and then I had to look it up on IMDB and I was like oh she's not in this for my 25 years on earth or however long I've known that the movie May was out there I always thought that poster was Christina Ricci on the front whoa no shit no shit <laughs> No, this so, is uh so the actress is Angela Bettis is her name. Uh my first note that I took for this movie, uh pube arms. I just wrote pube arms. So early in the movie, May is she finds a love interest and kind of falls in love with his hands. Oddly enough. And I just remember thinking like his arm hair was just jar- a little jarring to me. It looks like he had like pube arm hair, and she was in love with the hands. It had nothing to do with the arms, but uh, I don't know why. But my first note, looking back, is pube arms. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> he looked like a he looked like a mixture between Freddie Prince Jr. and John Travolta from the seventies or eighties. That's a good call. By the way, I liked him in this. I was trying right? to like rack my was- brain. It's like thinking what I knew him from. But anyway, the character and everything in this movie, oh, I just, I really liked him. I was like kind of bummed when he met his fate. Yeah, I, I thought I wasn't going to um, like it. I thought, because, so, hold on, I'm going through my notes here. When, because, uh, you know, we start out, she's weird. She's to the point where 
you kind of have to just accept it right away because I kind of was like, I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, we're with this crazy bitch this whole thing. Okay. Because it was kind of annoying. So then mm-hmm. when she finds him and she's and then she's telling uh, her doll or whatever, like, I found a guy with the perfect hands today. And, like, the guy's rubbing the dented car or whatever. And close up of his hands, I literally just sat back in my chair and went, Like, okay, yeah. this is going to be fucking strange and weird. And then we got this guy with the long hair. So I thought he was going to be really shitty, like actor. Mm-hmm. Instead, he actually, uh, next to the actress who played May, gives like the best performance. Oh, he was awesome. Anna yeah, Ferris think... is in this, and she kind of like hams it up, typical Anna Ferris. And everybody else kind of gives that kind of performance of like, mm-hmm. but th- these two you kind of take seriously, which I thought was nice. Yeah, and that, I think that was a huge plus for this movie is how good both of those people were in it. Both Adam and uh, Angela, or Adam and May, I should say. I gave the actor's name for one and then the, the character's, name, character's name for the other. Uh, just going, like, the next note that I have is a uh, different direction nipples during attempted seduction. What? <laughs> I have the weirdest notes for this movie. So I guess... uh, Same. When May was trying to seduce pub arms in this movie, I guess uh, she wasn't wearing, like, a bra. And I guess... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, like, in, like, opposite, like, off directions. And it just stood out to me, and I wrote it down. What can I say? I don't know. Look, I was having a few drinks, okay? Pube arms and different direction nipples stand out. I, did, I, I noticed the nips. I didn't notice the the different directions. But. I um. They were off. They were off. Yeah, then there's a whole scene where, I guess the first thing she's infatuated with this guy is this guy, I guess, in general, but more specifically his hands. So she follows him to, like, a coffee shop. He falls asleep him. there. Yeah, she stalks yeah. him, essentially. And instantly, she is so creepy. She's so, like... But she's, like... Did you find yourself at any time during this movie a little strangely attracted to her, though? My next note literally says, May is Ite. (laughs) (laughs) Throughout the movie, every now and again, like, she would look good, just good enough to where I'd be like, you know what? Like, she's a little freak, but... You know, but then other times... The, when she has her hair back and she has just that fucking massive forehead and then she's wearing that like vets shit or there were other times where I, I, I was, I said, Good see, God, fucking, mine, you know. see, my thing with that was never even about essentially really how she looked. Oh, I, I mean, like, obviously like a little bit, she like some scenes she'd like looked way more, I was like way more into her, but when she there's a later thing where Adam they finally do end up kind of uh starting to get together and I guess he makes like short films mm-hmm. or a little whatever and they're watching a short film where like these two an actor and an actress are at a picnic and they start like making out and then they start kind of cannibalizing each other yeah and when she got turned on by it and like kind of like like straightened up and then like got closer to him and he looked at her and like watched her like watching it and getting really into it. <laughs> I thought I, I was kind of into her in that. 
because it was like eternal and that she was so into something so weird. Maybe that's my own weird uh, psyche. Maybe well, that's see, something that shouldn't even be shared. At this point, I, because uh, one of my, uh, it, I was only attracted to her like at the beginning because something like right away just kind of made me feel very gross. Like literally within the first 20 minutes, I had just this very like gross, gr- like I just wanted to go take a shower. Um, like the cinematography just made things kind of look ugly in a good way. I mean, good cinematography, but it was mm. just made me just feel gross. Um, like her lazy eye freaked me out, which is just a lazy eye. But when she was sitting on the park bench in the beginning and like was smiling at the guy, I don't oh. know why, but that, yeah, that was rough. Um, the close-up of the guy's hands and then the fucking doll. Yeah. Like anytime it showed that doll, I felt so just disgusted. So when we got to that point and they were it was like, uneasy. It was uneasy. It, they, they, they did that very well. It made you uneasy. Like the look of the doll was really good too. But when they got like to that was point a good where they're watching that film and they're eating, and then, cause right after that, him and her start kind of getting into it and she bites his lip. And then she like mm. likes that. And he, she grabs the blood and like wipes it on her. I felt so just <laughs> if, if we, I never turn off movies, but I probably would have turned this off and been like, I'm going to go do something else for the rest of the day. And I'll come back to this just because something about it, just something about it made me just feel, and I want sick and I wanted to go eat some lunch. I'm just like, what is this fucking weird thing I'm watching? I watch yeah. weird shit and gory shit, but this just, it just hit a nice little crevice of like ew. She watched his short film about these two people making out, a guy and girl making out, and then they start kind of cannibalizing each other, and then it turns her on. They start making out, and he bites her lip to the point, bites his lip to the point where it's like bleeding. It's oh what the fuck? And she's like, because she thinks that's like she was into it. She, she thinks that's what he's into, and of course he's sitting there thinking like uh. Okay, and he played it so well. Well, yeah, because he, like, she rubs the blood on her and, like, just sitting there looking. And I thought he was going to be like, okay, let's do this. So. And instead he's like, uh, I think I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Which is a good, because, and uh, once again, I, like, I don't know if it's just a relatable thing, but I remember having, uh, uh, this is obviously years ago making out with a girl and she like bit the hell out of my lip like hard (laughs) hard and it was not it was not something i was like oh and she's kind of like smiling i'm just like what like and i was (laughs) i was like yeah uh no let's not do that it's like if that happens again like you're gone dude (laughs) so when me and mckenna started dating uh we didn't have sex for the first time until literally the day after we made it like official that we were dating. So that was like four or five weeks where we were just like hanging out and making out. <laughs> we would make out for fucking hours. And uh, it was, it was hot. It was, it was nice. Like it might sound a little uh, like middle schoolish, but it was hot. Anyways, one day we're on my bed <laughs> and I'm really into it. Like whatever. And I don't know what happened. I oh, just no. like my brain just stopped working and I bit the fuck out of her lip. Like I I was just like, you know, teasing it and then I went 
and for some reason my brain went clench and I like fucking hard to where she screamed and like I, I you know backed off and she started like crying so hard and she was bleeding a little bit and she to this day like brings it up she's like remember when you tried to bite my fucking lip off oh god I, I, I just thought, I'm sorry I just was really into it I you know I I don't know and I Dude, she was like fucking crying. I had to sit there and like console her because I I bit so hard. She thought I was gonna bite through her lip. That is the worst. That is the cringiest fucking shit, dude. That reminds me of a story where it's this a little bit different, but not with like biting of the lip. But I remember with uh being with a girl on New Year's and we were like getting like re- like really into it, and then you know you do the cool thing where you like you take you're like you rip her shirt off. Well. Like she puts her arms up and everything, and I took her shirt off, and it got hooked on her earring, and almost like ripped her, <laughs> ripped her earring out to the point where she's like legit, like tears in her eyes, and talk about, <laughs> talk about a, a downer, you know, talk about a bone killer, is when you're sitting there consoling <laughs> someone. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I have three stories from that that I can try and tell real quick. One time, the first girl I ever was with, like. I had to leave, and, like, so she was sitting in her car dropping me off at mine, and I ran back to the car to give her, like, a quick kiss, but I knocked her nose ring out, <laughs> and it fell somewhere, and she couldn't find it until she got home, so that felt really embarrassing, and I felt terrible. Second, I was pulling off McKenna's – these two stories happened today. I was pulling McKenna's shirt and bra off today, and I was, like, just so – like, we're both getting, you know, naked and whatever, and I'm tearing shit off. And as I lift her uh, shirt off the fucking – well, she had a shirt on, but then she had, like, an undershirt and then a bra. So I'm like, <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> but as I pulled her fucking bra off, I was just, come on, get this fucking shit off. As I pulled the bra off, my fucking hand got whacked in the the fan. <laughs> The fan above the bed. So I was like, oh, fuck. And then our dog came in, and now I'm standing there. We're both standing there fucking naked. I've just got socks on, and I've got a rock hard dick. And my dog comes in, and we're like, no, out, out. And he's not listening. So I have to, like, and he's he's walking closer to me, and I'm kind of bent over, and it looks like he could almost fucking, like, lick my dick. So I quickly like grab him. My ass is all bent out. <laughs> I'm trying to keep him away. So I spin him around and like throw him, not throw him, but you know, push him out the door. And then I try and slam the door real quick, but his uh-huh. fucking paw gets caught in the door. <laughs> so he goes, he, he lets out the biggest fucking yelp and growl to where I thought I severed his fucking foot off or something. So then I have to open the door and he comes bolting in and runs to McKenna, who's now wrapped in a blanket and like is consoling him. And he's just giving me the sad eyes as I'm standing there fucking naked as a jaybird. And my dick is just slowly going. "Mm." (laughs) Oh, my God. That happened today. (laughs) Dude, talk about. God, yours are so much worse. Oh, my God, dude. Awkward, awkward moments during when shit's getting hot and heavy are the worst. I appreciate when like people talk about like, yeah, we laugh or this happened or, uh, yeah, this is what happened. Oh, she was doing this and I farted or blah blah. blah. No, 
fuck that shit. When shit's getting, I, I, I love joking almost nonstop throughout my actual life. Any time in my life, when that's going down, when it's intimate time and it's time to get down to business, I don't want any jokes. That's when I don't want any jokes. I want no laughing. If there's any weird sounds, any anything, no, we ignore it. We move past it. There's no laughing. We don't harp on it. We move on. So that's why pulling of the earrings and all that shit, we just we just move past it. <laughs> we somehow work. But you taking a shirt off and <laughs> getting your art fan <laughs> caught in the fan, and like the fan stops. And then has to start getting going again. Yeah, and, and it was like wobbling. Dog comes in. Oh my god! See, that's that takes a lot to reset from. That. No, <laughs> I was. Lord. We we were. I we I went and gave the dog some whipped cream and then shut the door. And... <laughs> Came back and McKenna was asleep. <laughs> gave her some whipped cream too. Uh, wake up! Wake up! <laughs> We did the do. We were still in the mode, but that has happened before. Where uh, I, I try, I went to try something new with her once, and she like didn't flip out, but she was just like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want that. And uh, to the point where like in, it, you brought in a third party, <laughs> but it was enough to make me just feel awkward. Like even though she was like, come on, come on, just let's come on, and she was like still really wanting to get fucked, and I'm just like, oh. It killed my vibe. So I was just like, uh, all right. <laughs> I, re- I remember one time. <laughs> dude, I think we can keep going with this topic forever, but we won't. I remember one time. Oh, I don't want to get too graphic with this, but we're drinking and I don't know. The shit's funny. Look, whenever the movie brings up story, this is the whole point of this podcast. If we veer off. We'll always find our way back. Don't worry. And uh, iTunes, they are... Apple podcast had the thing where you can skip 30 seconds. You can tap that once or twice. It's no big deal. But yeah, I remember like uh, even though it's like, oh no, no, something gets said, but they still want to keep going. You're still kind of in your head. I'm like, yeah. oh man. So like, I remember I was like, the girl was like on top of me, and I was just like, you know, you hang on to the the rear end of your partner or something like that. I guess my uh, this one like this one. Uh, this one woman, lady. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to call girls anymore. This one girl. I guess like my hand kind of drifted close to the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the calamari ring. Got drifted close. She's like, "Whoa there!" I was like, "What?" And I, I legit wasn't trying to like. It was just you know, it, you're moving, I'm moving, and I remember I was so in my head about like, oh man, she thinks I'm into like butthole or something. I wasn't going for. I wasn't trying to like. Now you've like, discovered the like, real reason you're here, ma'am. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like, that's not what, so like you, even like you finished, but I was like in my head the whole time. I even looked back. I was like, I wonder if that girl still thinks like, I wonder if that one time the guy was trying to like get close to the old, uh, you know, he, he thought I was his brown eyed girl. <laughs> the old slushy machine. Well, that's the worst thing to call it, huh? <laughs> but, uh, Anyway, yeah, there's some weird <laughs> Well, this movie's filled with that energy of, like, that weird awkwardness that befalls during, like, a sexual escapade gone wrong. Even though that only happens once in this movie, but just that energy that, like, kind of just 
very uncomfortable. Yeah, like my next my next note standard. was actually uh, there's a scene in the park where May is getting to know Adam, and um, she was like, "Yeah, just, they got they got to the point where they're talking about some story." He goes, "What's like what's like something like disgusting that happened at your work?" And she goes, "It's really disgusting." He was like, "No, tell me." And they're so sharing she, a sandwich. And they're yeah. sharing a sandwich. And she tells, like, a really disgusting story about, like, a cat who's, like, something wrong with, with was with his it was a dog. anal, a dog with his anal glands or whatever that end up, like, dying and asshole exploded or, you know, something al- along those Basically, lines. Basically, like, he fucking shit his guts out. He, like, shit his guts out. And it stays on May, like, this whole time while she's continuing the story. And the story is not long, but it's, like, it's it's almost filmed comedically to where it's on her long enough to where I wrote down, it would have been funny. It's like, Oh yeah, they brought this dog in and the dog had this wrong with it and blah, blah, blah. And the asshole, and then to the point where there was like this and stuff everywhere. And the asshole bit like his like rectum basically exploded. And yes, yeah, so that happened. If it would have cut back to where he was, but he wasn't there. <laughs> That's the only like the comedic way I pictured that scene going. You know, what I, you know what's funny is I wrote a note for that scene. I said, I'd have been out after she told the dog story. <laughs> My next note is uh, all I wrote was so many red flags. Yeah. That was my. <laughs> well, because she, she's telling that story and she's like fucking amused by it. Like she's smiling and I mean, she's weird, but you can tell that she's kind of like humored by it in a weird way. And it cuts back yeah. to the guy eating a sandwich and he's looking at his sandwich and just looks kind of disgusted and grossed out. Um, so, yeah, right then I would have been, uh, nope. Here's something that I like, though. I like, I think this is a small thing. And I don't even know if it was on purpose. You let me know if you think it was or not or what you think. Uh, so we're talking about how we know right away so many red flags. There's something really wrong with this girl. It's to the point where it's like, okay, you know pretty quick. I should distance myself. And I think to stop you from thinking like, this is this is bullshit. Anybody would have been way far away from this girl. They did a good job of making Adam have these kind of – he's kind of an eccentric guy himself. And he obviously he has a short film about cannibalism and all this he's stuff. He's a pretentious student film director, so it, it... – it, yeah, it make, yeah. it gives you leeway to be like, okay, you know what? Maybe somebody like him would stick around, and it makes you it it keeps you in the story as well. It yeah. makes it realistic to me. Yeah. So I I actually if that like that that was on purpose and that's what they were going for. I think that's like I love that. I think that's really smart. Yeah. Um. Especially since they're most interesting thing in the movie because all the stuff between like Anna Ferris and everything else with May. I thought was really boring. Like even the when she like um, volunteered to help at the blind school and whatever for a little bit, literally all that shit. I was just like, come on, where, where are we going with this? Not that I hated watching it, but I was just like, where's this going? But whenever we were with Adam and May, I felt like there was a story being told. So I really, I liked that. And I liked the yeah. interactions with the characters. Anna Ferris was just Anna Ferris with uh i get the i get the reason for having i agree but i get the reason for having it by the way anna ferris is a lesbian i guess that may works with at the veterinary clinic or whatever and really wants and, to bang may for some reason 
yeah, she's kind of like a eccentric kind of lesbian herself. And when things go wrong with Adam, May kind of goes to her, even though she's really not in. By the way, she's she's really loves Anna Ferris's neck. She makes sure like she loves her neck. So she kind of goes to Anna Ferris when she's like really feeling down because I guess she's I think she saw maybe Adam with another girl or she's not returning her calls or whatever. And when she goes to her as kind of like a backup to be like everything's going poorly, I'm going back like going to you because I think they end up kind of hooking up. Uh, Anna Ferris has another woman there. So it kind of makes it seem like, okay, now we're getting to the point where May's completely going to crack because anyone who really had any love for her or any like took her in or made out with her did anything at all. They're all kind of not May's not the one the main priority. Yeah. So I get the I get the reason for having the character, but maybe it would have been better if maybe if it just wasn't Anna Ferris playing that type of character. Maybe. No, because I know? mean I, I don't know. I don't I, know. I wrote down Anna Ferris was fine. Like fuck she looked oh, yeah. good. Um <laughs> She did. And um so no, I'm fine with her being in the movie. I'm not saying I didn't like her or I just think May and Adam are the most interesting part. And yeah. now that I've seen the movie, I like the movie as a whole. But in watching it, not knowing what the fuck is happening, like Anna Ferris going, what's a scoople? What's a scoople? And then you got Azamat Bagatov, who plays the oh, vet doctor. Clinic, I guess. Yeah. yeah, doctor, whatever. Azamat Bagatov from Borat. Um, and he's like, scoople, I need to scoople. I was just... Okay, shut the fuck up. Get that out of here. Um, that was a weird. That was a weird bit. Yeah, admittedly. Anna's like, "What's a scoople?" And May's like, "Scalpel." Um, but yeah, I mean, I, the movie's not hard to follow. It's really once you kind of understand, like thirty minutes in, you, you're like, "Okay, I, I understand what's happening." Because May says she likes Adam's hands; that they're the most gorgeous hands she's ever seen. She's really obsessed with him, touching him, seeing him. Dude, that scene, I will say this, that scene when she goes to, like, Adam's house, because she goes there a few times. She, like, waits outside his house for two hours, and he's like, how long have you been standing out here? She's like, since two. He's like, you haven't really, have you? Yeah, <laughs> I love right. he's, like, he's, like, really nervous about it. Uh-huh. Um, but then when she goes back again, and the roommate's there, and Adam opens the door, and he has his hand out with the cigarette, and May's just standing there, and then you hear yeah. him... T- and his roommate talking about May. It's like, yeah, she's a fucking weirdo. Like, I had to get out of there. And then that girl, like, takes the cigarette from Adam's hand and starts smoking it. And right, May's right. just standing out on the door listening to all this. <clears throat> the one time in the movie I felt bad for May. Where I was like, ooh. <clears throat> she starts crying on his doorstep. Yeah. As and they don't have any else. idea. Yeah. Nope. <clears throat> um, just to circle back real quick. I, th- I guess I already know the answer, but I have it down in my notes to ask. After the bloody sex incident where they're making out, you're making out with someone, they bite your lip, it's bleeding, she's still into it, kind of rubs the like, blood on her neck, and she's like, oh, what? Like, you're and, but, but beforehand, before this happens, you're into it. Your body's ready to go. Things are ready to go. <clears throat> Straight up, do you stay? Or do you go? Be it really, honest. It really depends it. on uh, looks. If it was May, I'd have been Good out. Because I would have been out. But if it was like Anna Ferris and she, I'd probably have stayed. And she has like the blood on her neck, and you're just like, whoa, like what the like? 
you can't like do that don't like do that again like and then you'd go I, back in you can get yeah, back i would have said hey don't fucking bite me again or make me bleed but this is kind of hot and then i'd bang the shit out see good lord it's the most misogynistic shallow shit <laughs> fucking ever like i'm fine with the uh i'm fine with like if there's some biting uh i have like i've been fucking scratched hard like to the point where it's like god damn it like I've dude, had a i scar got bit on my once back. dude and holy shit i could have fucking like i turned and looked at her and i could have fucking you, just dude like, what are you almost, doing it's almost instinct. Like I almost like threw an elbow a few times. Like holy, like, like dude, there's sometimes where like the nails are digging so deep that it's like, and this is not like some fucking braggadocious shit or anything like that. Dude, this is with you know, galore. <laughs> scratches galore. Like, I can't feel my fucking back, dude. It's just scabs. Straight up, open wounds, brother. <laughs> Open wounds, baby. Infected and shit. My back's infected. I'm getting so much. Fucking... <laughs> I'm Andrew Dice. I'm Andrew Dice Clay now. Hey, you ever get so much pussy? Your back's infected. Come on now. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette, taking a sip oh of my fucking God. whiskey on the rocks. Guy to fuck it in the locker room is taking off his shit. And like, and oh like, man, oh. <laughs> You got What's laid up? last night, didn't you? That's right. You can tell by my gang green, baby. <laughs> the yellower, the yellower the pus, the deeper the infection. <laughs> All right. Lost me on that one. But let's talk about the. Uh, so I guess in between here, she she's at a bus stop, and there's a this other character, like some punk character with like. The big mohawk thing the and like a mohawk mesh shirt. <clears throat> the biggest weirdest. Uh, I don't know what to say. Well, hold on. Before this, is uh, she kills the fucking cat. Oh well, okay. But before that, she like you said before, she goes to um, when she's at the park with Adam. She's like, what's 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 going on with those kids? And he goes, that's a school for the blind or whatever. Those are it's a program for blind kids. And she ends up volunteering, and a, and one of the blind kids makes her an ashtray. And she uses the ashtray that was made for her by a blind kid to kill this cat. Yeah. Well, well hold on. Let's set this up real quick, too, because at this point... Um, what a movie. Adam and Anna Ferris's character, I forget the name, have both like kind of abandoned... May not abandoned. I mean, Anna Faris just is fucking around with other women, and she's Adam ditzy just... and doesn't even. Yeah, she's ditzy and doesn't even know. Like she's she doesn't yeah. even know she's hurting anybody. Yeah. And Adam is just like fuck this. Like he's not returning because <laughs> yeah. May, May keeps calling. There's a scene where they're at a laundromat together because uh, they've been to a laundromat a few times, and Adam walks in and is just like, hey May, and how you doing? Blah blah. And he's trying to be nice. That's what I really liked. Like the scene where he saw her in the park and was like trying to say, This you scene okay? was good. Yeah. And he, and she, by the way, and he's showing like the lip wound and he's like, uh, Hey, man. It, it did a really great, this scene did a great job of showing the <clears throat> like awkwardness. So when he says, like, Oh, hey, man. And like, Oh, damn. Doesn't work. Cause I got to go down to the 
whatever. And he takes his clothes elsewhere to just basically be away from the awkwardness of May. And she goes around and tests the machine that he tried, and it works. And she, like, flips out. Awesome scene. That was really good. Well, it did a good job of making you understand, like, okay, she really, like, she's fucking delusional, which, I mean, we understand already from the blood scene. But then when she's so delusional and upset that when she's in her room fucking around with her dolls that she has, she's so distraught that even when the cat won't come to her, she's like, come here, kitty, please. It's been a rough day. And the cat, I think the cat hisses, which was kind of funny. And then May gets pissed and just grabs the fucking ashtray and flings it at the cat, which I guess kills it. Yeah. Um, which I actually wrote a note for this. I said, I'm surprised you'd like this because animals. I knew this would get brought up. By the way, don't did not remember when I picked this movie. Didn't remember anything about the. By the before this, we already saw like a. Uh, you remember the whole bit that the guy comes into the vet before we know how just how crazy May Dude, is. I thought he's that like, was the stupidest thing because I didn't understand what it. What the, the fuck was that bit? Like the he's looking like, for his dog's leg. Yeah, he's my like dog's crying, leg like, fell my, off. I came home and my dog. He he, le- he had four legs when I left, and when I came home, he only had three. And then a couple days later, I guess he finds the leg in the bush, and it's like, looks like it's been torn off. He's like, you can't attach it, right? She's like, yeah, I can. And that's the end of that. Okay, that's the one part that's like, okay, this was meant to be a dark comedy. That's why it's like... I mean, it makes sense story-wise for what uh, she winds up sewing together later. So it's like, okay. But it's still stupid. Okay. It's still stupid. That's, yeah, that's still stupid. But I have to, you have to admit, think of everything in this movie. They do a great job of piecing everything together. Everything there's a like a through line through multiple things with this movie that like, oh, here's the reason. Okay, by the way, uh, our main character Adam that we were talking about, his he's Bill. His name's Adam Stubbs in this movie. That's pretty fantastic. Stubbs. And then spoiler alert, when he's killed. For his hands, he gets his arm. He gets his hands cut off. Stubs, Adam, Adam Stubbs. And we see that. I mean, remember when she, uh, May cuts the hands off the doll with the red yes. hands? Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Even like the, the, uh, so, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, you go. I no, mean, no, no, look no. At... listen to that. Dead and we'll air. be back. <laughs> so even like the frankenstein tattoo that's on the punk guy's arm that's when i really realized like okay i get what this story is gonna be yeah. um you know because frankenstein pretty yeah. much like a little bit of that and um so yeah i will agree that i, I liked a, that a lot in this movie is that there's a lot of um foreshadowing and little things like that that really uh, make things kind of wonderful. Even the fucking doll case continually cracking. Like it's like, oh, that, all right, that's May's state of mind. So it's yeah. it's nice. It's nice. Um, I'll say this movie kind of, in a way. It's I mean it's a low budget, independent movie. That's fine, but um, and a lot of those things could have felt like made you roll your eyes or been like, okay. God, this is really in your face, but it's not. It's, it's very subtle and um, 
elevates itself from a, above like a what like a, a first time filmmaker or you know not really anybody up high would make um because it kind of felt a lot of this movie felt like a tim burton movie it but a tim burton movie made by oh. a lower budget indie film director with a dash of like a slasher film and that's what the i mean think about the music there's like this la 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 that reminded me of fucking Sleepy Hollow and um, Edward Scissorhands. And her, uh, uh, and this actress could have easily been Helen O'Bottom Carter or whatever. <laughs> like, or I Christina totally... Ritchie in Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> or Christina Ritchie. So they, so there you go. And Johnny Depp could play Adam or whatever. No, I, I agree. This, uh, this didn't do well at the box office. I don't think it made all the even. Dude, I watched the trailer for this thing. Mm-hmm. I stopped it like halfway through because I didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to spoil anything. But if that's the trailer that they had for the movie when it came out in theaters, it's not surprising. Oh, I have not seen the trailer. I'm out there go back and watch it. It's not it even didn't that. Didn't do it. It didn't do it justice at all. I would. I would. I wouldn't say so. It's not that it was even that bad. It just. It shows too much of the movie to the point where it's off-putting. Seeing all the strange, like, it shows that shot of when she sees the guy on the bench and she smiles and she's got her fucking eye all uh, fucked up. So it's just, it's very off-putting. It makes you not want to watch it. Yeah, then I would say, if that's the case, I would not recommend watching a trailer because this mo- So I really like, I, I really like this movie. I love the foreshadowing. I love the acting of the two main characters and the build to this and the set, like the setup of like the doll and it's continually cracking. There's so much stuff that interweaves and makes sense in the story. That's so smart to me that I completely understand the cult status of this movie. And I was a little worried rewatching it after all these years. Cause I, I mean, I barely remember it. Here's the scene that I remembered. She starts working at the uh, the blind kid thing, and she decides, I guess, to bring in her doll for what yeah. show and tell. This was this is a part that took me out of the movie. This was, I thought uncom- it was too. It was too. I thought it was too weird. It didn't make sense. It was kind of stupid, in my opinion. Well, it was memorable, well, not stupid. <clears throat> this was the most memorable part. This, well, this is what I remembered most from this movie, and just thinking, I was like, wow, that was fucked up. Uh, the dog gets like knocked over and the glass finally breaks kind of like her mental state or whatever and there's broken glass over so all these blind kids are just reaching through and just cutting themselves and their hands and touching their face and there's like blood everywhere and it's like dude it, it's a it's a fucking gnarly scene man and for if it, this is supposed to be like maybe a dark comedy uh, this was dark I didn't get the comedy out of this part if this was supposed to be like a... This was... I thought this was pretty fucking gnarly, dude. There's like glass going in eyes and shit. I don't know. What did you, what like mean, what did you think about that? It's not like the I didn't like the scene. I mean, I liked the scene because it was kind of like these blind kids are acting like zombies at one point, like reaching for the box. And she's like, no, you guys... And she, they're, they're just trying to get so they can feel the fucking doll. Which is really weird how like badly they want to feel the doll. But then uh, the fact that she drops it and these blind kids hear the fucking glass shatter. But then they're still just like, floor! And then they all just like comically drop to the floor and start so crawling they, over glass. They they deserve it. 
what yeah, you're I, saying. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I I was like, oh, this scene took a turn. But I also thought it was just too over the top. The fact that all the kids went, floor, and then just dropped was just right. weird to the point where I was like, ah, this takes me out of it. This makes it feel like a movie that I'm watching. Well, um, I think there's so much with this movie that you if you, you go into this movie with an open mind, and I think you'll like it way more. There's weird oh, stuff in this movie for sure. Like, I mean, come on, but what about the scene you talked about where she shows up and he's like, smoking where only his arms going out the door and she's standing there and then you see like the woman's that's such an unrealistic weird scene <laughs> like there's someone on your patio and you just have your arm out the door with a cigarette and she's watching a female's arm take it you know what it that's, was you know. i guess it was literally just that shot of the girl this stupid blonde girl yelling floor if it had just cut to the kids immediately crawling over glass it would have like made sense but okay. the fact she yells floor it really threw. I don't know why it bugged me, but let me be. Let me clarify. I like this movie a lot too. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, and I'll give a little bit more at the end, but yeah, I liked it too. I really did it. I damn. I don't have a lot of gripes with it. Um, just little things like that that take me out of it, but I still think it was very effective. Uh, especially not knowing what the fuck it was about, other than this bitch is weird and has a lazy eye. Um. Which I laughed in the beginning because do you remember when she gets eye contacts and like it has the scene of her trying to put it in? Yeah. I thought she wasn't going to be able to and she was going to get really upset. And I literally just wrote, bitch, just wear your glasses. <laughs> like you look fine in your glasses. Just wear your fucking glasses because her glasses uh, help her lazy eye. <laughs> Instead, she's trying to put on these fucking contacts and I'm just like. And by the way, this lazy eye thing that we've been talking about this entire time, that also is foreshadowing that comes into play later, which we're going to get to really soon. I only have a, f a few more notes. My next thing is uh, I wrote in quotes, by hands. Then I wrote dot, dot, dot. I leave the state. And instantly remember what I was talking about when I wrote that. When she goes to his house and she just wants to, like, touch his hands or feel his hands. He goes, okay, like, May, you got to you got to go. I don't know what, like, and she's like, by hands. Oh, yeah. That's when I'm like, oh, okay, well, I got to move. Mm -hmm. I move now. I don't live here anymore. I, <laughs> as soon as, if anyone ever tells me, when they say, like, I was like, okay, hey, you got to go. You're acting a little bit weird. And they say, by hands, yeah. I leave. I move. You go or I go. It's time. It's, <laughs> there's no by hands. No, 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 no. It's by state. I moved my. I live in Montana now. If someone tells me that. <laughs> um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, but obviously they think that she's just, mm, uh, you know, troubled young girl. Adam just tries to ignore her after. Multiple attempts of him just trying to be like, hey, you know, can we be friends and like blah, blah, blah. And then she just is still fucking weird. Uh, but so she kills the cat with the ashtray. Then she puts the cat in her freezer after pretending it's still alive a little bit. Like she'll pet it and take it. And she calls, she calls Adam, which is another good shot scene where she's in the fucking like tub, yeah, the shower, sure. and it pans up and she's on her like, uh, phone with a cord still 
and it pans up from this like dead bloody cat up to her and she's like has like the the phone cord wrapped around like her arm and she's calling trying to call adam and oh she actually does call adam he answers and everything yeah she's like can you do something tonight and he's just nope busy but how good is that how good is picturing that like he's sitting there like on picture him on the other line Mm -hmm. and not knowing that this bitch that's kind of like weird who bit my lip and i bled all over her and still want to do shit picture him not knowing that she's calling from her shower with a dead cat at her feet Mm. that's i mean i would have hung up to be honest i wouldn't have answered yeah was this before or after by hands i think this was before (laughs) i think before if so yeah so the, I, I I will stand by this. If anyone ever says to me, buy, and then says, like, a body part, buy ears. Oh, buy ears eyebrows, happen in the movie? Buy, buy hands, buy knees. I live in Montana now. So if anyone ever... Well, you just told wondered, everyone where you're going to live. It's a trick, bro. I'm just saying, Montana. You know I'm going to Maine, baby. Shit! Do another state. Another God state. damn it. Um, so she kills the cat. Then she kills this punk rock guy that she meets who has a really interesting bit where he's like, it's hot in here. Do you mind if I take my shirt off? So then oh, he takes and, his shirt. Then it's, uh, yeah. Any ice cubes you can rub on my nipples? Yeah. So then you know, he gets you know, the, standard, the standard line to get a girl going. So then he goes to the freezer and May tries to stop him, but he opens it up and sees the dead cat wrapped in saran wrap. So he obviously freaks out and calls May a freak. And then May kills him with a pair of scissors to the head. So then after that, I I was like, I think I know where this movie's going to go. Because then she goes and kills Anna Faris, her lover, and takes Anna Faris's neck and takes the lover's legs. (laughs) Then she goes to Adam's house where she, where Adam's with another girl, kills the girl and takes her ears and takes Adam's, kills Adam's and takes his hands. And then she goes back to her apartment where she sews them together to the body of the punk guy she killed, skins the cat and uses the cat's hair as the hair on the on a life-size doll she's making. And then takes the eyes from her doll that got ruined by the blind kids and puts it on the dummy. And at this point, I'm just like sitting there rubbing my head. Like, Jesus Christ, this is so fucked up and so disturbing. And that's kind of what made me like, you know, I'll call this a horror movie because this could happen. And it's fucking terrifying. This has happened. Because I guess the beginning of the movie, the mom tells um, May if you can't find a friend, you make one or mm-hmm. something like that. So then or shadowing. What, yep. And then May's like, fine, I'm not, I'm going to make a friend if I can't find one. So she takes all the best parts from these people and makes a friend. Um, but she realizes it's not. Well, let me say this real quick too. I love the kills with like pretty much all the, like it's Halloween night, I guess, which is kind of glossed over. May yeah. makes a costume for herself and, drags along a cooler and i like you know like when she kills anna ferris she has the scalpels and just slits her neck and then when she kills the other girl she stabs her in the head and oh dude that shot when the because she was drinking milk and it drops the milk and then the blood rushes into the milk yes 
I love that was probably my favorite shot from the movie. Just something about that it was really awesome. Um, fucking unique for sure. The way like the the that shit intertwined and created this. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. It was satisfying. Was really... It was like mm, okay. A lot of neck up uh, kills. A lot of neck up action in this movie. Yeah. Ooh, a, a NECA May figure. I'd buy the shit out of it, dude. If they ever do a, uh, I don't know if anyone knows about this or remembers this, Alice Madness Returns is a fucking awesome and beautiful game. If they ever made an Alice Madness Returns movie, I think May would have torn it up. That would be that would be amazing. By the way, if anyone if anyone knows about the game and knows about this movie, I think there's people being shake approve approve. There's a lot of uh, approving nods right now to that. Uh, you don't know that game, do you? No. <laughs> Beautiful game. <laughs> out there, I have to bring it up to you. Uh, and the last bit of foreshadowing, she's looking at this thing that she sewed all together. She pieced all together, which this makes doll. sense because. This doll that she's a veterinarian, so they they even set up. We, you have you give a lot of things leeway because they set it up enough, which I appreciate. Some movies just leave it up to like, why does she have this ability, or why does this person? No, they do this? a really good job of making it even as weird as this fucking movie is. They do a good job of setting it up to where she could believably do this. The only part I'd say eh is like her being able to kill everybody, like because she kills the girlfriend with a stab to the head of the scalpel. And then Adam's just like kind of like ah ah, and then I guess she just stabs him in real quick. I don't know. I would have thought Adam could have taken her. Well, dude, you're think about it though. So that shit happens right in front of you, and here's this person that you know maybe is a little out there, but you never expect I anyone to just fine. haul off and murder. So you're like uh, uh, in shock, and then he gets murdered while he's in shock. Even that's a pass for me. But the last bit of foreshadowing. I just and thought she was giving big murder vibes while they're sitting there talking because she's like, "Can I? Can you put? Can you feel my face or something like that?" And the girl, <clears throat> and the other girl's like, "Should I just go?" And is kind of mocking May and then mocking Adam. I don't know. The vibes for me should have told told me that Adam should well, have had an idea. Of what yeah, was coming. but we're also watching a horror movie where we're expecting the vibes. If you put yourself in that position in real life, you never expect someone to murder anyone in front of you. All right. That's I have, I, you know what I mean? So you have that's to fair. look at it like that. So you're never, even if like, dude, I've met some weird motherfuckers in this life. You have too. You never expect them to like, oh, I'm going to fucking murder you or murder someone right in front of you. It's like, you just don't, it's just until it happens. It's. I have it's this different. ongoing bit with McKenna where, uh, We'll be talking just randomly, and if she says something I don't like or whatever, I'll just suddenly, with both hands like this, really comically, I'll start strangling her, <laughs> like, but like bring her close to me, you know what I mean? To work, like, <laughs> really, really comically, this is funny bit. Meanwhile, she's wrapped in Saran wrap in your freezer right now, <laughs> just in big like, fucking chunks. God, this podcast would get so many listens if you turned out to be a murderer. Um, think about it. Think about it. Think about no. it the but the, la- the, la- the last piece of uh, foreshadowing is she has this doll crate with like the eyes of her doll, but it's not good enough because they want. She wants it to look at her, 
like look at me it's like these fake eyes are the same so she literally cuts her lazy eye out of her own head mm-hmm. and puts it into the doll and collapses puts it on the doll collapses next to it and <laughs> so it ends and here we are with Adam's hands the punk guy's arms and torso I think Anna Ferris's neck uh, the other girl's ears the other girl's legs and she collapses next to this doll that she created and it's this horrific scene it's definitely a horror movie and then you see the mutilated arm come up and begin to caress May. Caress her face. It hits cre- caress her face as it hits credits. Cuts to black. Like, like the doll was... She's like she created like a Frankenstein or something like that. Yeah. I... I... I, I, I like, admittedly, when I saw it, I was like, huh? I, I no, like no one way or another, no like ah oh, or huh? It was just I, I was just trying to figure out. <laughs> I liked it. I fucking liked it. It's fine. It was a weird movie. It was so out there anyway. The arm comes up and caresses her. That is something I genuinely think I would have wrote or would have pitched if I was in the room. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely say that. I really did like the story and want I I. I really, I don't want to say I love this movie, but liked doesn't. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was a fun watch, actually. I tried watching with McKenna. She didn't seem as interested. Um, so I was like, "Hey, do you want to finish this with me?" She's like, "No, it's okay. I gotta do something." So I was like, "Okay." Um, so it's definitely not for everybody. No. But <laughs> with without a doubt, this movie's not for everybody. I completely understand the call status. Yeah. If, if if it had yeah it definitely has that right i'm pretty sure yeah. i've read that yeah it's a cool okay. film but that said i really enjoyed it um i would recommend it for sure i'm glad that i've watched it now that i fucking know what the that poster represents however i don't think i'll ever watch this like ever again really yeah. uh, you know what that makes that actually makes sense to me because I watched this. I told you I watched it for the first time when I was seventeen. I might not watch this again until I'm like fucking another fucking. The decade only way I'd watch now. this again is probably like with you. I'd watch it with you for sure, yeah. and so we can bullshit during it and yeah. bring up more things. But or but if, this isn't something I would regularly regularly want to rewatch. Like, oh, let me put May in and check out that. No. But that's not a, a no. I I completely agree. But that's not a, exactly a detriment to the movie. No, there's no, just no. some there's just some movies that are like that. Yeah. Like I'd I'd watch Predator two again. I'd go downstairs and watch Predator two right now. Mm-hmm. I'd watch Freddy vs Jason any night of the week. If you want to watch Freddy vs Jason, I'm your guy. Uh, there's movies that I love. Um, Paul Walker did a movie called Running Scared. Oh, I've heard of got, that movie. It's like a remake or something like that fucking so underrated i thought it was incredible i I, there's some gnarly shit in that movie genuinely love it like one of my it was like one of my favorite movies for the longest time probably still would be but it's just not one of those movies that you toss on yeah not a big rewatching and it has to be like one of those movies where it's like wow i haven't watched that in fucking eight years let's pop that in 
Well, where, I think it's know, because it gives off such a weird, uncomfortable, gross vibe that it's not something you really want to sit with again. You know, if no. you and I were watching it in bullshit and we're not sitting there in that vibe, but if you're just sitting there by yourself rewatching this movie, you would be. And it's like, you don't want to watch movie. That's why, not why you rewatch movies. Uh, I'll, you know, I mean, if you rewatch this eight years from now, then sure, because you're looking for that experience again. But it's not something you want to seek often. But it is really good. It hits its marks in a lot of ways. Um, it's a surprise. It's an interesting choice. One of my last notes, I don't remember when I wrote this. I just remember I was watching the movie, and then this line came into my head. It's not from the movie. It's just a line I came up with. I'd take a sleigh ride in that mistletoe factory. Oh, hey. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I was just sitting there. I think May was, un- so- I think May was undressing. Out? No, I think May was oh. undressing, and I just was like, mm, I'd take a sleigh ride through that mistletoe factory. <laughs> I just remembered thinking it and said, I'm going to just write that, write that down and send it Jeff's way so he can put it to good use. I won't. I'm going to table it for a long time. <laughs> and then <laughs> and maybe in December, it'll be a 11-month um, callback. And I'll just be like, you know what? I'm glad we covered uh, fucking Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. I'll take a sleigh ride through that mistletoe factory, and you'll be like, wait, that sounds familiar. And then I'll have to go through a 10-minute explanation of, like, remember in the May episode? <laughs> if we're still alive. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, people are... Rest in peace, Mr. Brody Lee. So, we both recommend this movie. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Like, I was really happy to... Re- Rewatch this after so many years. I'm glad it. Um, I didn't rewatch it and be like, oh my god, why did I ever think highly of it? I'm glad I rewatched it. it. Was like, you know what? I stand by this. I like it. Hopefully, Dylan does too. So I'm glad to hear that you appreciate it for certain aspects, and we we're kind of on the same page. I'm hoping to get a movie where we're like a little less on the same page. We seem to be on the same page about a lot of things. It would be a lot of fun to get like we have good taste. What the fuck? I don't know if that's the case or if that's the case or not. I'm glad you liked May. I liked it. Glad you liked it. I love you, buddy. This is good shit. And uh, hey, I'll see you next week. Yes, we will.